Good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to start off in decency and order. And we're going to come out of Matthews 1 and 21. And it says, she gave birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. Because he will save the people from their sin. Remember that this season, what the reason is for this season, that Christ was born to be able to save us from sin. Amen. Dad, Father, thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing. Thank you, God, for all the things that you're doing in our lives. Help us, Lord. Develop us, Lord. Free our minds. Let us have peace. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing. We thank you for all the opportunities you've put in our life. We thank you for every lesson that you presented to us, God. We thank you for every door that you closed and every door that, you've might, that it, you may have opened. God, bless every listener. Bless everybody that's under the sound of my voice. Let a seed be planted for them to get closer to you. Let somebody that doesn't know you be able to say, what can I do to be saved? Let something in this interview be said to make a change. God, we love you. We glorify you. We said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Like always, this is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can follow me at Pastor Jay. Oh, yeah, Pastor Jaylon on Facebook. And then on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at Anointed Jaylon. Um, Make sure that you go to the Stella Awards, go to Radio Ballot, and go all the way to the bottom where it says Internet Radio, and click that very first box where it says Anointed Radio, because we are in the second round for a stellar nomination. Praise God. And we want you to be a part of history so that we can have Las Vegas represented at the Stellars in Las Vegas. Somebody in the hometown where the Stellars is happening could be representing at the awards. Amen. So make sure you go out there and vote. Vote for so many great people that's out there. And, yeah, do the support because we got to come together as one kingdom, right? So let's support each other, build each other. Iron sharpens iron. And um, to go for my co-host. I got my co-host, Chris Johnson, who's not here. Go follow Sing Chris J. Go get a single. I'm chasing after you. Um, yeah, follow Chris, Sing Chris J. What else he got? He got a lot of stuff happening. Go follow him on Sing Chris J. And you could be, be able to see more about him. And then we have Dr. Marvinetta Clay, the love child of Marvin Gaye and Etta James, where she has worship forever. And... Go get her single on drmarvinettaclay.com. Go to uh, Marvinetta Clay, Clay Marvinetta, and all that good stuff for her social media. Go follow her and download her song. Go get my song, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. And we have our head of marketing here, Miss Shantae. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Good morning, everybody. This is Shantae, and you can go and follow me Um on any of the social media platforms, um, the best way to reach me would be at www.shantaherring, that's S-H-O-N-T-E-H-E-R-R-I-N-G.com, and you can connect to me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and you can check out my website. Amen. You heard it. So, um, man, we, we have... Not that many church announcements for the rest of this month, except that Mountaintop is having an event next Wednesday. Um, it's a Christmas musical. We have um, a Christmas play coming up at CTK, Christ, uh, Christ the King Christian Fellowship at 4060 Rancho. And, um, oh, we do have another announcement. That announcement is that our own Dr. Marvinette Clay is being installed on, I got to look, what day is she getting installed on? Let's see. She's getting installed on the December 22nd at 11 a.m. service. And I speak her name and she is here. 
the lady who is going to be installed as the assistant pastor at God's house under Apostle Kirby. Make sure you're in attendance. Save the date, December 22nd at 11 a.m. Sunday service. Make sure you're in the building. And I'll let her kind of talk a little bit for herself. <laughs> well, good morning. Morning, morning. Top of the hour. Hello. As he said, yes, God is good. Elevation and um, God is just doing what he does best. Um, you know how they always tell you if you have to be in position so that God, when he elevates you, you can walk right on in. So um, on this particular day, yes, um, around 11 o'clock, it's actually going to be somewhere within the, the 11 o'clock service. And um, I just told my apostle when he asked me, I said, I don't want a 3 o'clock service. I don't want a 5 o'clock service. I said, let's do it within service. Amen. 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 You know, while the worship is going on. I yes. appreciate that. It's <laughs> <laughs> them 3 o'clock services. I know. Oh, Jesus. People are not used to those no more. No. You know, they just no. want to go home. Ain't that true. <laughs> Have that morning service and glory God yes. and all that good old stuff. Because there's another fellowship that needs to happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Fellowship of eating. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I know church. you got to feel the timing, got to yes. feel the timing. So, yeah, so it's going to be within the 11 o'clock service. I don't know when, I don't know what time, but look, I'm inviting you to come on out and enjoy the worship experience at God's House International Ministries, and you'll be a part of that wonderful celebration. I'm excited. I don't know what all God is getting ready to do, but all I know, I'm just ready for him to do what he has to do. So come on out at 11 o'clock, 1072 West Bartlett Avenue. Amen. So... With that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into the mix, and we're going to play it. To, today is John P. Key Day. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. And we're going to be playing from his album. Make sure you go vote for him at the StellaAwards.com. It's now open to the public. He made it to the second round with multiple categories, so go vote for him. Um, and we're going to start off with Created to Worship with Micah Stampley, and we'll see y'all in a minute.
have your color mm. Now could you tell me what it would be Red, yellow, brown, white or almond, yes Transparent will work so good for me And it doesn't matter the color of your skin What would matters is your heart, your soul, and your spirit down within What if we were colorblind, yeah What if we were colorblind, what hatred remained, how would we Of racism that has scarred our lives. What if we were colorblind? What if we were colorblind? Could I be your neighbor? We, we could, could play golf and be friends, friends and leave the past behind. We were colorblind. She stood at the bus stop, waiting patient. No. While the neighbors passed by. And at six years old, she really couldn't understand. No, no, no. While some of them turned and rolled eyes. I was crushed by the moment. When Shannon turned and said, Daddy, why? I tried to change the subject, but the pain remained deep down inside. What if we were colorblind? Oh, if we were colorblind, could I be your neighbor then? We could fellowship and be friends and treat each other Start to feel violated
John P. Key, the living legend. And we're going to go ahead and go into the interview phase. And you heard it all this morning on our show, Pastor John P. Key. We have him live on the phone. Everybody, welcome Pastor John P. Key. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? So we're going to go ahead and start off with a Pastor Jay icebreaker question. And the icebreaker question is, what would be your your ultimate vacation? Oh, my ultimate vacation would be um, to come to Vegas and stay at an old hotel I used to stay at years ago. And um, uh, somebody take me fishing. It's got to be somewhere fishing in uh, Nevada, somewhere. Somebody could take me fishing. I'd probably hang out for three weeks. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Actually, we're um, going to have to make that happen, sir. Okay. That's easy. You know, there's a place called Emerald Bay at the top of Lake Mead that meets with I the Colorado exactly River. Where it is. That would be perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the spot. I caught me a few catfish that way. <laughs> I got stuck in the dirt, though, but oh, wow. I made it out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pastor, can you tell tell us a little bit about, you know, where you grew up and how you first start got um how you first got into ministry? Um, I grew up in the country. I grew up I grew up outside of Durham. North Carolina. One of my songs said, outside the county line. And I was the 15th child of 16 children. All of us uh, really did our best to uh, get dad's attention. Uh, he was in the music. Mom was as well. And uh, so they bought an old piano. The piano was a Walters piano out of New York, uh, old upright. And uh, the piano wasn't brought for me, purchased for me. It was purchased for two of my older siblings, Wayne and Jean. But I started doodling around and playing piano. So it kind of just became a part of the house. If Daddy started singing, whoever could get to their piano and play a few chords behind him won his heart for the evening. So that's how it all started. And so I actually started playing piano at like four or five years old. Wow. That's amazing. So well, how, what was your very first song that you wrote? <laughs> first very song I wrote very first song I wrote was a song called Green as the Grass Grow. It made absolutely no sense, but I can still sing it today. I'm not gonna do it. But, uh, green as the grass grow, high as the wind blow, why do they say so? I don't know. That was the first verse. Wow. I had to be five, maybe six, but that was my first tune written on that same Walters piano. Wow. Man. So, you know, one thing that's really amazing is that You've been in so many eras in gospel. How does it feel to be able to say, oh, I've been since way back when they was having the, the caravans all the way down to now? Well, I'm not quite that old, but. Uh, <laughs> he tried to play you. He I tried to write. play you, Uncle I John. I, I was still able to write for it the late Reverend James Cleveland, and um, I, I really kicked off in the late 70s. I'll tell you a little bit about John B. Key trivia or history. Um, I, I, wor I worked with Donald Byrd in the Blackbirds cameo. I was Phyllis Hyman's music director at 15 at NCO clubs out in um, uh, north of Sacramento in a place called Yuba City, California. Um, I also worked with um, um, Kai Windy, a jazz trombone player. I also worked with Peter Frampton on one of the first tours. I was 14 or 15 years old. I graduated high school real early. I went to a music conservatory in Winston-Salem, and they shipped me to Marysville, California, where I studied uh, music under um, uh, um, uh, uh, Charles Ashworth, was his real name. He's a producer now in Nashville, a, a Christian um, Christian um, artist producer. He goes by the name of Charlie Peacock. So. I had a real early uh, good brunt with music that I think uh, made me into the musician or artist I am today. Wow. I think that's really awesome because your early beginnings is what helps you get to where you're at, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, um, <clears throat> Pastor, we've been, I, I'm going to be honest, I've been following you since the early 70s, so I'm not that old either, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, I've been at a lot of your concerts um, from the East Coast to even here, your last one here in Las Vegas. And it just seems like each concert that you do, regardless of what city you're in or what genre you're around or what um, um, Christian affiliation that you're around, you are always the same. How do you maintain that? Um, I think one one way, well, first of all, staying relevant is important. And, and, and what I've been able to do for years is produce and sing music that grandma loves and the baby loves. Mm. So I think that's been our joy, being able to do music and everybody that comes to a John P. Key concert, you know, I'm able to sing some of the traditional music, play with some of the mothers in the church, tell them this is for you and you only. And then in the same, I'll go back and do some early John B. Key worship material from 1985 and 87 that will work today. I, I often do that. I kid some of the new worshipers in the worship team and tell them I was writing worship when worship wasn't even popular. True. When the record companies were saying, don't send that song. I was sending in, I do worship. Uh, you know, songs like that. So, you know, wave it away and um, come in the house. Those songs are 40, 36 and 37 years old, mm-hmm. and they'll still work today in a given worship service. That's true, because I do worship. I remember when I was over the youth back in my younger, uh, te- I want to say <laughs> teens, <laughs> my teens, I'm not a teenager anymore. Um, I do worship was a song that we had our youth do, and you would think it was made then. Mm-hmm. And that was... I promise you, I can walk out in my church tomorrow morning. I don't sing at my church at all, not much. But if I was to walk out Sunday and sing that song, I mean, it would work in service now. Mm-hmm. I mean, as in people would join in. And, and uh, tonight I'm in um, um, in Jersey. Ten, well, I'm in Jersey this afternoon. I'm in Baltimore tonight. And I do a little segment in the concerts where I actually sing those songs. And I'm always amazed at the people that not only know them, but that jump up immediately and sing it along with me. <laughs> Amen. It's a powerful song. It has a powerful message. Yeah, it does. I still can't. I don't know if I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I probably can do it a little bit. You still got it. You still got it. <laughs> yeah, so it came from somewhere. Listen, but when I do it now, I'm real busy. Time I finish. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still do it. So, Pastor, what was your favorite project to work on? My favorite project to work on was probably Not Guilty Mm. um, for a lot of reasons. Um, Not Guilty uh, not only came from the heart. It it was a a project that everybody identified. If you guys are old enough to remember that project, Mm -hmm. something on Not Guilty, something on that CD touched your heart. Something did. You know, it was a double CD and... um, um, not guilty. I mean, I wore the jail jersey all day. I took that project real serious. I almost got locked up twice. Uh-oh. You know what I'm But I really think not guilty changed the game. A lot of people say it was show up. Some say it was wash me. Everybody has their favorites. But not guilty uh, ministered to so many. Some people say even colorblind. A lot of secular artists will tell you now that was their R&B gospel record, you know, so. I was able to touch a lot of folk in different genres, but my message always stayed compellingly uh, the same, that I love Jesus, and that I never swayed from that. Awesome. Uncle John, this is your girl, Dub Dub. <laughs> how you doing? Good, how are you? So I wanted to ask you, um, for up-and-coming artists, um, what um, words of wisdom and advice um, would you give them on how to make it through this music industry? I, I need to tell you that that's my, that's my, new, that's my new mission. I, I, I don't know what happened to me in the last couple of years. If you follow me on any of my socials, be it Instagram, Facebook, um, I'm always encouraging somebody else. You know, I got... 10 or 11 or 12, I don't even know, stellar nominations. And I've been pushing people that are in my category. Nobody understands that. Mm. I already got 23 stellars, all different kinds. I got the little gold one. I got the one that looked like a little monkey. I got all of them. (laughs) And at the end of the day, I'm just kind of over that. And I know we're dealing with now my office and the stellar office and my record company. Everybody's pushing me, you know, to make sure I'm there this year. And, and I pray nobody sees it as me being insensitive, but it's really, when it comes to John P. Key, it's really been there, done that. You know, mm-hmm. I, and, 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 and I, I know the industry, 
and I know probably too much about the industry. I know things that I shouldn't know. That being said, and, and I know your question, and I'm coming to it right now. I think my my whole mission now, as I get older, I'm 57 now, and um, is to really push these new artists and give them some wisdom. And, and that was the question. And here's what I, I tell them all. Be true to yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of the uh, uh, same. I mean, radio now scares me because everything has the same progression. Yes. It's five chords. If you didn't use them to the left, you use them to the right. They're trying to sound like each other. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really loved I Made It Out. I released I Made It Out laughing because when you hear I Made It Out, you hear true John P. Key. That's, mm-hmm. I'm not trying. And I've got some great worship material on that project. I call it Basement Worship. Because the songs I've been doing for years before worship became um, a popular on our side of the tape. Let me deal with that real quick. <laughs> Kirk Franklin did the post about, you know, gospel being the black and Christian being the white. I, I've been dealing with that for 40 years. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I've been able to release music that was played on both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. But who put the tape down and who agreed that that tape was okay and who dealt with that tape for years and never said a mumbling word. So mm-hmm. I, I just think my mission is so much bigger, bigger than just the music. It's to encourage these babies. And if God, I just got, got through preaching a series on the gift inside you. If God has placed that gift inside you, you've got to pursue it relentlessly. And you've got to pursue it knowing that you're not going to please everybody. Mm-hmm. So wake every mo- up every morning with a prayer life, first of all, so you can talk and commune with God mm-hmm. and then be true to yourself. Love it. Thank you. Amen. So mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about your movie that's about to come out? Wow, the movie I'm super excited about. It's a movie about my father in 1947 who convinced 22 people to travel with him to California in the 40s. Now, that'd be rough. Some of them left their job. Their, their, their words, not mine. They were going to make it to the big time. And so he leaves North Carolina. He leaves North Carolina on an old bus um, that belonged to my Uncle William. I actually found that same bus in um, Kansas City. Wow. Uh, went and purchased it and bought it and brought it back and we outfitted it just it looked just like Uncle William's bus <laughs> and uh, it's in the movie and uh, so they head towards Philadelphia to sign the deal and because of the prejudice in the South they turned their bus around and the Ku Klux Klan shot the tires out of the back of their bus mm. so they were discouraged they had to literally walk back to Durham dad vowed to never sing again so I tell this great story in the movie of how he still was an amazing father um, out of the 15 to 16 children. And um, I tell some of the woes, some of the great things that happened. But along with his movie, I chronicle a tour with James Cleveland, uh, Mahalia Jackson, the Caravans, and uh, the Dixie Hummingbirds. And um, I mean, I tell the stories of how, and this is going to be real good for the young people today because they'll see what those people really went through mm-hmm. to get gospel to the stage. I tell about how they were in uh, uh, Alabama and the, and the church canceled their concert and they had to go sing at the juke joint. And Mahalia went in and kept the groove the same and rocked the club. And it wasn't a Jesus come to Jesus moment. I left the club atmosphere just like it was. It's just a really good movie. In 1975, they all come back together again. And they convinced Daddy to put the choir back together. It's a great movie. Y'all going to love wow. it. My son, John Picky III, plays my father from age 14 to uh, 37. And my uh, godfather, Rance Allen, Bishop Rance Allen, plays my dad from age wow. 35 to 57. So y'all look out for it. First and second quarter next year, the name of the movie is The Lost Song. The Lost Song. Can't yeah. wait. To Y'all see heard it. it. Go, yes. go check that out. That's gonna be powerful. And, yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, and, and, and we need more movies. You know, we have the Clark sister coming out and soon, and then we'll have your movie coming out. More to see what on the gospel side of what yeah. happened. Absolutely. And, and I tell you what, you're gonna love. I, I didn't play around. I didn't take, cut corners. I wanted it to be as realistic as possible. I pray Uncle John makes all of you, even in the station, real proud. I produced the music like from that era. Um, Edwin Hawkins and Walter shows up at this concert in 1975, and they actually do a song that's on the uh, I Made It Out um, uh, CD. Uh, Zeke's song and a young guy named Samot uh, from, from Charlotte. They actually, uh, Samot plays Edwin and Zeke plays Walter. 
Uh, it's just a really, really nice tune. And the name of the song is uh, One Yes Away. And so, uh, and the reason I wrote songs for that era, I, I don't want you to sit in a movie and feel like you at a concert in 2019. <laughs> I want you really to get the grit and the good. We just um, recorded um, or we filmed a part of the movie while I was live in Chicago two weeks ago uh, where James Cleveland and Mahalia meets back up because James never showed up to the tour that he planned. And it's just really, really good. I had the people in the audience. We did it at Dr. Clay Evans Church the day before he passed away. Wow. So we were able to go in and do that. And, uh, so I'm just super excited. That, uh, it features James Cleveland and uh, Tizzy Walker. Is in the, it's just you guys. I, I, you can tell I'm excited. Yes. I've got five more scenes to shoot and we'll be done. But I'm excited about it. So, Pastor, do you have any future projects that's going to be coming after the movie? Do I? Do I? Sit back and put your feet up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a church choir I'm working on. I've got a project called um, The Interpretation of Kids, an acoustic piano project I've been working on for 14 years. It has everybody on it from George Duke to, to Billy Preston to Richard Smallwood. I got all the pianists all over the... I got little Matt Whitaker. I love uh, Instagram. I met a little young man, a blind musician. He's amazing, Matt Whitaker. I got him on the project just this morning. So I'm excited about that. I have a project called 10 Women, 10 Victories mm. that features 10 of the most fabulous uh, female vocalists in America. And it's women talking about their struggles and talking about how they came out. I'm excited about that. I have a project called uh, a Tribute to the Prince. Everybody's singing John P. Key movie, uh, music. I'm sorry, everybody from Tank to 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 to, to Hezekiah Walker. So we're excited about that. My church choir, my worship team has a, a wonderful worship project that's coming out first quarter. John P. Key has a serious old school '70s dance record coming out. Don't get scared. I just <laughs> use old groove. I use old grooves and did some real up tempo worship. Y'all gonna have a ball with that one. So I'm constantly working. I'm loving it. I got time. I'm doing my thing. And I tell you what, I, I, I wouldn't trade my life for nothing else. Amen. Love it. Amen. Wow. So one thing I wanted to just first say is congratulations on your stellars for so many categories. And I know you, you spoke about the Stella Awards earlier, but I wanted to just say it's still amazing, you know, because a lot of times it's hard to, to even for someone that's in the industry for a while to be able to still get the recognition to get the appreciation for your body of work and i just wanted to say from me i appreciate you and that i'm i voted for you a few times already <laughs> well, let, me, let me say this first of all i, I thank you for that I, and, and as i forestated i never want anybody to think i'm I'm not appreciative or I don't get it. And to be relevant in 2019, going into 2020 is big. I'm a pastor, and I pastor a pretty large church in North Carolina. And um, if, if you ever follow me or know anything about my ministry, it's just always outside the block, outside the box. Next week, if you look at my Instagram page now, Keytwit, K-E-E-T-W-I-T, I just posted something no preacher would never post. Um, I've been snatching guns off the street. I believe I've taken more guns off the street than any police department in America. I've been doing it for now about nine or ten years. And this next weekend, we've had so many murders in our area. I'm going flat-footed on the street. I've already started last three weeks. The picture right in the middle that looks current with the city behind me, those are the guns I've taken in the last seven months. Wow. So we're constantly going out, trying to do what we can to better our neighborhood. You know, we feed. We don't just feed the hungry on Thanksgiving Day. We have a constant, We have 82 active ministries that go outside the four-wall structure. I'll tell you all of that to just say, Thank God for the Stellars. Thank God for Grammy nominations. I got seven nods. I love that. But at the end of the day, mm. Brother John P. Key or Uncle John, I'm your uncle from now. Uncle <laughs> John is so concerned about the street, man. What can we do to really reach the heart of this generation? And it's going to take us preachers pulling off our robes. I've been preaching in a sweatsuit for 25 years, and it works. My church is still full. They can dress up, you understand me, but I meet people where they are. Yeah. And that's my joy more than anything else. Wow. The music I love, 
but the music to me is just an attention getter. I sold drugs for three and a half years in the same neighborhood that I pastored. So the people that I used to poison, amen, now I literally am able to teach them and, 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 and create programs so they can get their lives together. All my old home is getting out of jail now. So I'm so glad I've got a house for them to come to. Amen. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy because I know there's an, another minister that is favoring you, uh, Minister Stretch here in Las Vegas, that is right. having um, a protest because in February, Las Vegas is putting a law saying that there's a no camping law. So if anybody homeless um, in the streets, they will be put to jail or fined a thousand dollars and minister stretch is bringing Martin Luther King the third here to Fremont street to protest that law that goes into effect. You in have February. to, at the end of it, with all that energy and, and, and it's the same, it's happening everywhere. You know, I could tell you great stories of how our city moved the square from uptown because it was too close to the bank and they didn't want, you know, the homeless people walking near there. I can tell you how they literally came to the neighborhood where our pastor and said, that it had a rodent problem, which was a lie. Tore down our hood and rebuilt homes, and they called them Bright Walk now. Mm -hmm. And I was so offended because that's what we ministered. I'm the pastor. I'm sitting behind the strip club. I'm sitting up there when the prostitute walking down the street because I've seen God take a prostitute and turn her into a praise dancer. Uh -huh. So my heart, when it comes to ministry and those that are lost, I, a few weeks ago I got to minister to a man that was homeless who recognized who I was at my doctor's office. And he didn't ask me for a dime. He just said, pray for me. And I heard his story. He said in a matter of a month, his life turned. He lost his wife. He lost his family. He lost his wife to one of the ministers at the church, and then they kicked him out. Wow. So, I mean, you just never know what happens to people that make that turn. So I'm screaming now, Las Vegas, if you hear me now. Y'all need John P. Key back. We need to do a major, major concert yes. outside, not in the church. Yes. Find a field somewhere. We can go and do it yeah. and really minister to those that lost. Think of the people that moved to Las Vegas, thinking they will come there and hit it big and move and lost everything they have. Mm -hmm. I still believe that we serve a God that can minister hope to them. Yes. And I'm, a, I'm about that action. Amen. We need to make that happen. Right. Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. Yes, AP. Amen. Well, mm -hmm. Uncle John, I'm going to just go ahead and say, I, I'm practicing. <laughs> you got it. Let me tell you something. You legit. You, you, you a legitimate nephew. You hear me? Oh, I got no. you. So I, I want to just first of all say thank you on the behalf of Anointed Radio for spending time with us because the most valuable thing on earth is time. So we appreciate yeah. you coming on to the show. We thank you. And like I always tell people, that's anybody that's been on the show, I've already said it, and you just confirmed it, your family. Yeah. So how great would it be to come together yeah. in unity and build the kingdom of God? So if there's anything on, that you're doing. David said. That's what David said. That's what David said. <laughs> <laughs> let me say this to all of y'all. I'm family for real. And uh, I've got a little niece I call her niecey duplication. I won't go into it. That's a family joke. You understand me? <laughs> but we are coming back to Vegas, man. And I want to come. I really would love if y'all could start breathing that idea into a few people. We'll find sponsorship. I'll come. Just get it. We, if we get away, look, I'll bring the two of us back. What about that? Mm. We would love to come and just do something amazing. We've done the concert scene. And I thank God for that. I'm not shunning that. But, man, imagine John B. Key Live Saturday in the park yeah let's do it i'm gonna make Prayer that happen park. yeah prayer in the park i like that yeah yeah we're gonna start that uncle john for real for gotta real. be happening yeah, well look y'all got access to me i want to work something out to get you some free product let's don't play games somebody got some real numbers on me i'll give them to you after we come off the air i really really want to stay in touch that city has been a blessing to me. I'm a businessman. They've supported me. My numbers have always been great in Las Vegas. And I appreciate you all so much. Amen. And then we love you. Just to let you know, Uncle John. See, now you're Uncle John. I got to tell you all the good news. So, um, we are nom uh, nominated, considered in the second round for a stellar. And we're the first Las Vegas radio station to be nominated. Yeah. So, That's really good. I just to now let you, you know about listen. that. You got, you got a lot of them claiming they've been nominated and won. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Come on, Uncle John. <laughs> be, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> 
But we thank you, Uncle John, for coming on. I know you, you have a busy schedule, so we're going to get you back to it. And we appreciate you. We love you, and we're praying for you. Let me tell you, I'll thank you one more time. First of all, thank you for allowing me to be a part of the program. And I walk on stage in exactly five minutes. And where am I? What's it? Fineland, New Jersey. Oh, wow. So listen to me. Y'all keep us in prayer. I'm going to do the same for you. And remember, ah, made it out. Yes. yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That was Pastor John P. Key, y'all. And you heard all the great things he's doing. Make sure you go follow him on his Instagram, his Twitter, his everything. Keep up with all the great things that he's doing. And we're going to make that happen, yeah. Brandon Park. Yeah, we yes. got to. It's a new quarter coming yeah. up, too? Yeah. Yeah, that works. So stay tuned for that. And it's about that time. Oh, Jesus. Here we Cletus! Go. Come on, Cletus. <laughs> Amen. See, Chris is trying to vote Cletus out, but he's old faithful. He got to stay in the game. He got to stay. He ain't going to vote him out. He, and even Chris said he's going to vote me out. Ooh, Lucy, that's that newness, you know. I know. That newbie-ness. He just don't know in the bylaws that said they, they can't vote me out. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no vote. But I want everybody <laughs> to know, make sure, like, again, make sure you go to thestellarawards.com, go to Radio Ballot, go all the way down to Internet Radio, click Anointed Radio, the first box. Make sure let's make history and get us there nominated. I ain't claiming that we got nominated in one. I'm just taking one step at a time. time. So make sure you go follow uh, Anointed Radio on all media platforms at LV, like Las Vegas, LV, Anointed Radio. Um, if you have any business inquiries, email us at LV, Anointed Radio at Gmail. And um, you can follow me at Anointed Jaylon, Pastor Jaylon, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And what I want to leave with you today is that your story doesn't have to be the way that it began. You are still writing your story. You learned your lessons from your past. But you got to start following the promises of your future. Amen. That's what he said. Um, <laughs> well, this is Dr. Marvinetta Clay, and um, it's been really, really blessed today just to hear some good, um, down-to-earth, homegrown, real, real structured words from our own Uncle John. And, um, of course, you can follow me on, on all the platforms, media outlets, and, and at my website, drmarvinettaclay.com. Um, and don't forget, on the 22nd, come out and um, share with me on this awesome um, installation service that God is doing. I just want to leave to you that, you know, there's so much work to be done in the kingdom. And with everything that the enemy is throwing out in the world with all the snatching and the killings and the shootings and um, all the things that are happening. It is set for the enemy to do what he's doing, but what are we doing? And so what Uncle John said today, it is so prevalent that Las Vegas has to do something to um, stop a lot of the things, especially this law that is getting ready to try to take place and all these other things that are trying to come about. We need to really just step out of the four walls and come together and just start making some good, sound decisions to help the people of God. We need help. And if you say you don't need help, something's wrong. Amen. Amen. So look, just try your best. And I'm saying try in so many senses of the word because everybody are not a doer, you know. But at least try your best to speak well of and to do well of. And always, always allow God to lead you and direct your path. Because if you do that, everything else will follow suit. I love you guys. God bless. Uh, this is Shantae, and you can follow me on all of the social media um, outlets. Uh, the best way to connect with me is on my website, uh, ShantaeHerring.com. Um, I, like uh, Dr. Marvinetta and um, Pastor Jay, um, appreciated the words of wisdom and uh, encouragement um, from Uncle John. Um, I thank God for the opportunity to um, have the favor to do some work with him and um, just to have him be able to pour into me um, personally as an independent artist, um, up and coming, uh, just having somebody that seasoned 
that can still give back. Um, I don't take that lightly at all. And uh, the only thing that I would like to leave with the city of Las Vegas, um, while I've been extremely blessed since I've been here and I just made a year, maybe two months, um, that we do come together and support uh, one another. Um, stop this crazy killing and all this violence. It's, it's, it's got to stop. And I know it started from the head um, and... <laughs> Prayer is definitely needed um, because who we have at the helm right now is not being God-led. Mm -hmm. And so it is our job and our responsibility, um, those, of, those of us that know God, have a relationship with God, and know God's Word, we have to continue to speak that every day and walk in our truth of that, not looking at what's happening in the world and saying that this is our end because we know that the beginning and the end lies in God. Mm -hmm. So we have to um, stay prayerful, stay encouraged, support one another, um, and continue to be un a united front for, for God's kingdom. Amen. Amen. See y'all on Wednesday. <laughs>